Happy 2020, and welcome to the Year of Woo. If you're hearing us for the first time, we just wrapped up the Year of the Vagina, and last week posted a bonus episode wrapping up our year-long celebration of the Mighty V. And now, we're starting a year where we take a little time in each episode to celebrate and ridicule the wonderful world of new-agey granola woo-woo-ness. We kick it off by talking about those nut jobs who tan their buttholes, but that's a little later in the show. Before we get started, though, I want to give you a little warning. Something went wacky with the sound on this. We have no idea why, but the recording just sounded awful. We improved it as much as we could, and it's not terrible, but you'll notice right away that something is off. It was the last time we recorded in Pitney's house in San Antonio, and the conversation was so fun and weird that we couldn't stand to just dump it. So thanks in advance for bearing with us. Friendship Ends Ugly episode here. Oh. At your dining room table. Oh, oh, yes, that's right. But it was the old microphone. Oh, no, actually, no, it wasn't. It was my, I brought down my laptop. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. The reason why it sounded different was because it was hot and your air conditioner was on and there were dogs running around and we were yeah. in your ass kitchen. <laughs> well, there's always lots of dogs running around. Right. Right. And even though it's not super echoey in here because we're sitting on Pitney's bed, but it is really fucking echoey in his place because it's empty. Yeah, like every well, not in here. Not in here because There's you have a bed. On the walls. And, yeah. yeah. But, the, but but the rest of the house is pretty much emptied yeah, out. Yeah, the kitchen, the living room, nothing on the walls anymore. It's weird. It's all packed away. And the only reason the stuff is still on the walls in here in my bedroom yeah. is because it's all stuff that has glass on it. Right. It's like framed posters and art. And, stuff. and so that's being wrapped in blankets and going to go in mm-hmm. my car with me. Right. As opposed to in the moving pod and the other. Right. Well, actually, the other stuff, some of the other stuff that was in there had glass, but it's small enough that I was able to really stuff. cushion it and put right. it in boxes. Sure. Well, they had like family photos and stuff. Yeah, but this stuff is too big. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just want it with me because I I don't want to have to be mad at the moving company for breaking things. Oh, my God. Even though it would probably be my fault for not packing it right. Oh, I know. But, But you know. having some damage done to the very rare German Kiss tour poster that still had the SS. Yeah. In the SS looking in the the logo instead of the Z looking S's. Yeah. Which is very rare you guys the first 
their first time German tour, right? It's going to be in Germany, and it never even happened. Yeah. Because Peter was such a cokehead <laughs> that that part of the tour got canceled. I never noticed it was a month before my birthday. But Look this, yeah, but this, yeah, this, these posters were actually banned in Germany. Right, because the KISS logo, because the S's look like the SS yeah. logo. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Even so though they is, were they were meant to just look like lightning yeah. bolts, but they look exactly like the SS but logo. But that is, yeah, a very collectible thing. And I Yes, have, your beautiful Paul poster. And my Paul Stanley poster from also the Dynasty era, uh, which I actually have... Like it's mounted on, glued on board and everything. Because it was be, so, because it was so old and fragile. Be preserved, and, yeah. It's yeah. Not, it was torn. It was, but yeah. it, it looks perfect. It's and, beautiful. Also pretty. You guys. I also have my uh, Lincoln Park Hybrid <laughs> Theory vinyl <laughs> that has been laser cut to look like a picture of the band. It's really cool, and it really does look like a picture of the band. It's that, beautiful artwork. It really is given to me for my 50th birthday so yeah that's being rap special and going with me too and then I have some Some fabulous Asian art yeah some Asian art that I don't know where that came from but it's old and it's from Denny oh yeah so yeah you had this stuff when you lived next door to me so yeah so anyway anyway you people don't know you can't see it yeah but everything else uh The house is barren. It's the kitchen is full of boxes. He's gotten rid of a lot of stuff. I have two bowls. No, four bowls. Well, you're giving me a bunch of bowls. Two plates. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. And my silverware, which I'm leaving here for the next tenant. He's going to be so happy. But yeah, it's really weird. There's nothing in this fucking house. It's so crazy. It's totally, it's so everything crazy. is packed up. Empty bookcases, blank and walls. And the weird thing is it's not like your, your house was crammed full of stuff. Because you had been living pretty very sparsely compared to the way you've lived in the past. Oh, yeah. Because it's a small place. But it really really is a difference when the stuff that is here isn't here anymore. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You know, and it's really weird because that's not that many boxes. No. It's maybe 15 or 20 boxes. Yeah, which is kind of nuts because when you moved down here, you had way more shit. Than oh, that. yeah. <laughs> and my mom, when I was talking to her, she was like, well, how many boxes? And I was like, oh, I don't know, 15, 20. And she was like, oh, my God, that's so much. Is it uh, going to fit in the pod? Oh, my God. How much of that is oh, going to have so to be touch. stored? And I'm like, there's only two boxes of any of that yeah. that's going to be stored. The rest of it is all books decor. It's going to get unpacked. Everything's in my bedroom. My mom has not moved since 1953. Literally. And see, that's so crazy to me because, like, um, my parents, when they moved to Texas in 84, that was their 21st move since they got married in 1959 because they wow. moved constantly. And so, yeah, I mean, my my parents, it's, it's amazing they still have some stuff that's old. Yeah, yeah. Because they were so happy to just unload shit, which usually meant the kids that we lost our shit mm-hmm. every time we moved. You know, something always got left behind because the kids' stuff wasn't important. Yeah, but it's weird. She was like, oh my God, what are you going to do with all this stuff? And I'm like, all stuff that's going into my bedroom. Right. And it's all going to fit in there, too. she can't wrap her mind around the fact that, like, a bookcase full of books is, like, seven, eight boxes. Right, because she hasn't packed a box in forever. You know, or, you know, all all the stuff that was on top of the bookcase, all the stuff that 
was on my yeah on your mantle or your headboard thingy. Yeah. That's three boxes. Sure. Yeah. Well, your mom couldn't handle moving a bookcase from one room to the other and having to take the books off, and that was that was so overwhelming to her because everything in that house is exactly where it was when she moved in. Oh yeah. She's. I mean, that house has not changed. I mean, oh, some furniture has been replaced, but if, if a couch was gotten rid of, a couch was put in exactly the spot where the old couch was. I mean, everything's where it was. Oh, no, that hideous couch. Oh, my God. That is the couch. Oh, that's the same couch. From back then, it's just been reupholstered. Reupholstered. Yeah, the couch that my parents have in their living room is the same couch that I had yeah. growing up. And it was reupholstered in, I don't know, 82. Oh, yeah. Our, yeah. So it's this really hideous, like, mint green floral Oh, well, you know, my parents, everything, you know, they, they like the orange. They like the orange and green combo. Because Which I had, love in a tacky way. <laughs> well, when, I swear to God, when we moved to California, it would not surprise me if they chose the house we lived in because it had orange and green shag carpet. Oh, my God, I'm so jealous. And it, to- it perfectly matched the orange and green sh- living room chairs. Oh, uh, you know, I my know. bedroom, it used to have shag carpet carpet the three-tone blue shag oh nice yeah and i would actually love to have that (laughs) but that's long gone although having the dog in there now probably would not be a good thing but he's a shedder but god damn it i know i still wish i had it i do i do miss although when we moved to kansas the the first memory i have of that house was running into the house running upstairs to find my room because they had already they had already put everything in the house like before we the kids got in the house and so running around to figure out which room was mine and realizing it was shag carpet for the first time and it was so glorious that I remember just taking off my shoes and standing in my bedroom and putting my toes in the uh-huh. shag carpet. Uh-huh. Kids these days, they don't know. No. <laughs> shag carpet was awesome. <laughs> everything was quieter then because everything was so plush. <laughs> oh, I know. And uh, think of the nightmares of that. Because I don't remember, I had that uh, avocado green and brown big shag area rug that was in my living room. Oh my god! For, that for a thing. long time, but that was like a nightmare of filth. That's the thing you had to get rid of when you had a flea infestation. Huh? Yeah, I came home from Kerrville one year, and it was so infested with fleas standing on it. My legs were covered. Oh my god! So disgusting. And that's how I'd not I'd not been in my house for three weeks, and I was like, oh fuck no! And that thing went outside. And yeah, no, it, it never came back away. in. No, and it is long gone. Oh, so gross. <laughs> but but I just remember just like that area rug, it got so gross so fast. Oh, sure. And that had to have been like how people's houses were. Oh, yeah. You know. One year when we were at West Valley College together. Oh my God. We had met these crazy friends named AJ and Lynn. And they were just like, you know, crazy, hippie, druggy, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Yeah. 
and they were going to go and they were going to hit the road for the summer. And they had people that were going to go, you know, that were going to take them with them. And I remember I'd asked my parents, can they store their van here on the right. side of the house? Right. So they stored the van on the side. It was just in the story, but this is just a funny thing. Okay. So they stored their <laughs> van on the side of the house with my parents' permission. Uh-huh. And I'm actually a little surprised, especially your mother, that she would allow, I'm just going to call it an eyesore without ever having to I know, it. right? Because that is so not like her. I know. Because what did. would people say? And then I remember Joan, the snotty Avon lady that lived behind us. Show. Calling my mommy. So, what is that van <laughs> doing on the side of your house? And then have you become swingers? <laughs> you know, and then you know, mom was like, "Oh, it's just some friends of Pitney's that are traveling, and it's here for the summer." Mm-hmm. So, okay, fine. And then when they came back, Joan calls my mother at work, and she's like, "Rosalie, Rosalie, there's people outside your house messing with that van, and they're hippies." <laughs> And I have never forgotten that. Oh my god. And I don't know whatever happened to them, but I love them. And I remember this guy, AJ, I had this, it was nineteen eighty seven. Uh-huh. And he had this mullet. Of I course. was just gonna say was it a glorious mullet? But it was like pink, it was green, it was blue. Really? It was just like all these crazy colors, and I'd never met anybody oh my God. like him before. And he was just a really, really cool guy. And oh my God. who knows what happened to them. Was he kind of surfer hippie in that California? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah totally like surfer I miss hippie. surfer hippie. It's kind of it's kind of exciting about you moving back to San Jose is that it means that I might actually get to go to San Jose again and I have not been there since well, I guess I was there briefly when we went to Baycon one year, or once or twice, I guess. But, but God, I haven't that was been. Long, that was that was the nineties. Yeah, I think when we did our road trip. Ninety three or ninety four. Yeah, because it was before you went to Guatemala. Yeah, I think it was ninety three. Yeah, because I moved in right. February of ninety two. Yeah, you moved so to yeah, Texas we went there. to Baycon in May of ninety three. Well, what, whatever it was, it was right when Kiss Alive 3 came out. Oh, because yeah. we listened to that almost nonstop in yeah. the car. That and Headless Children by Was. Oh, my God. I remember every second of that trip. <laughs> God damn it. That was a big road trip. I had that ghetto-ass car that we had to keep stopping to put transmission fluid in because it would start and stalling. It also, and, it also uh, didn't, and it also didn't have a rearview mirror because it had fallen off. Yes. We had no rearview mirror, you guys. And then I eventually got a car just like it because yeah. I didn't realize until later that, that my mom's car was basically the exact same car. And then remember the steering wheel? You had to, like, kind of lift it and stick it into the socket and hold it in place. <laughs> But that was because the car had been uh, had been jacked so many times. Mm-hmm. That, that, there's a certain variety of Oldsmobile that was extremely easy to steal and hotwire and uh, jump start like like start with a with a screwdriver. And that car had been stolen what like two or three times. Yeah, because it was yeah. part of like a gang initiation. Right. And then my eventual my eventual <laughs> Oldsmobile was also stolen, but when it was stolen, it was um, totaled. But I will say those assholes. 
I literally had just gotten the car inspected, had an oil change, and had just filled the car up with gas. I was coming home from doing that, car filled the car up with gas on the corner, parked it at my then boyfriend, now husband's apartment, and then I went out of town, uh, went to went to Worldcon in San Antonio. Oh, okay. He dropped me off down there because for some reason he didn't want me to drive from Austin to San Antonio, which I literally just did, and I'm about to do again in like an hour. Uh, but while while I was gone, one day he woke up and looked outside his apartment, and my car was gone, and there was nothing but broken glass. And then he drove down to get me and was like, yeah, about that. Uh, and I was like, no. God, I forgot about that. That was how I ended up with the Mercury Mystique. Okay. Because, but by the time, so much, so many adventures of having a stolen car. I mean, this, it's way too many stories. I'll save some for later. I why why I hate Enterprise Rent-A-Car, that's a whole story in and of itself. Dealing with having to buy a car when I really wasn't in a position to buy a car and ending up buying a piece of shit that I also bought in the dark. So when the sticker said teal, I thought it was teal. And then the sun came up the next morning and I went, oh, geez. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was minty green. I guess it was. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll see a car that looks like it. I'll see a, a minty green Mercury Mystique, and I'll just go, oh, that poor bastard. That car, that they are driving a complete piece of shit. <laughs> and that reminds me of, you know, when my dad had his enormous hideous fucking metallic mint green Lincoln Continental. Oh God, I would kill for that right now. I, I would love that. Dark green leather interior. Because <laughs> Timmy's dad was a pimp. Oh my God. Well, he wished he was a pimp. Ah, so fucking tacky. With, with, his, with his roll of ones that was wrapped in a, in a hundred dollar bill. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that he would leave on the uh, that he would leave out so people would see it. Oh yeah, because you know he was rolling in the bugs because it would get him that hot Asian pussy. You oh know. my god, <laughs> god, that's so gross. I mean, you know, if there was a contest for who had the shittiest father, I don't know. There's, there's a, you know, yours. I have a friend or two that had some shitty ass fathers, but oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yours, yours might just win. I don't know. Not very that... few, very few people can can tell the stories. That he... <laughs> I know, but you know what? Now it makes it all fun. In fact, I was, oh, he's been dead for so long. Yeah, I was listening last night to our old mafia episode. Oh my god, that was from the first year. You guys should really go back and listen to that. Yeah, and it was all you know the crazy stories about my dad and his exploits and I and his his wishing he was in the mafia, but he wasn't. Yeah, it was oh, it's it's cool. it's hilarious and horrifying all at the same time. But yeah, that was oh god. You're yeah, dead. go back. Stolen Rolexes, guns. FBI raids of the FBI house. FBI raids of the house. Go back and listen to it. Mafia, forget about it. That's the and name of the episode. Yeah. Go find it. Yeah. And there was even, if I remember right, there was even some some discussion of of, of your beloved Al Capone and your your love oh, of there gangster was. movies and shit. Yes, and my love <laughs> for De Niro as Capone on the courthouse with his sunglasses. And on touch of Oh God, that's so hot. Oh my God. Uh, uh, I, I mean, it's like I can I can have a certain amount of understanding for an appreciation for like young De Niro, but once De Niro became like kind of the parody of De Niro and got kind of old and fat and whatever, and it's like that's when he gets hot for Pitney. That's when Pitney's like, oh yeah, that right there. That's what I like. I want to suck off De Niro, oh, dressed like Al Capone with those sunglasses, <laughs> while he's calling me a son of a bitch. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
tagline. <laughs> what, a, what a wonderful way to start 2020, you guys. But nothing. Just got to say, okay, and then we'll stop. <laughs> nothing is hotter oh, no. than De Niro in Casino. Everything is hotter than De Niro in Casino. <laughs> He is so hot in Casino. Those oh, my God. ugliest suits. Oh, my God. Those suits just uh, make me want to bend over and oh beg for it. So, Robert oh De Niro, God. if you're listening to this, call me up. Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Isla. And together we are the hosts of the Bicurian Podcast. Let's tell the lovely people what we do. That's a great idea. Bicurian is our answer to the polarizing nature of our society today. We usually have on very compelling guests that are experts in their fields, and we like to do our own deep dives into a lot of interesting subject matter. And discover what's underneath the rhetoric and reactions that show up kind of everywhere. We also cover a lot of topics, everything from politics to current events to geek culture, We find a lot of different compelling things to talk about on our shows. If you're like us and want to explore multiple ways of looking at things, we hope you'll join us. So please check us out on bicurian.com for current and past shows. And come and be part of the conversation by following us on your favorite social media platform. some strawberry bubbly bubbly water into my thick copper cup it's not real no look it's tin on the mids yeah but it looks like an old copper cup because i got it at the haberdasher bar in san jose which is this fabulous bar that was made to look like a 1920s speakeasy that's so cool at one point it was a sweatshop oh wow and that's why it's called haberdasher okay and the logo is so cute i love the logo like go down these stairs to get into the bar Okay. And there's a fake guy at the door that, like, when he checks your oh, ID, like, like for a password. Yeah, and then he'll oh. like be on the, you know, on the intercom, like, okay, we have three coming in, they're okay. Oh, you know, cute. just like it was the old days. That's you know. cute. Oh. But when you go down the stairs, there's like a little room before you go into the actual bar, and it's like, I mean, there's only like three or four little displays, but it's all like old sewing stuff. Oh God. From, from when it was right. sweatshop. But anyway, but then oh, you go wow. in and it's all like the 20s. Oh, my God. You know, velvet on the walls, time appropriate music playing. Which is fabulous because, yeah. you know, it's the 20s again. Yeah, like it's the yeah, 20s yeah, again yes, right it now. Is. And all the staff is dressed like from the era. Oh, that's so hot. And all the drinks are from that era. And anyway, this, I got this little cup because I had ordered a Moscow mule. They're so good. God damn it. They're and so good. it came with a little cup that would be you know, appropriate for the era. And I'm drinking cheap wine out of it now, which was mm. gifted to me earlier today. So gay cheap wine, that's cheap free. Wine. I would have never discovered that place if it had not been for my friend Sarah. And mm-hmm. for the last 
very adventurous. A couple years that I've been in touch with her again and going back to San Jose, I've discovered so much cool shit. Like downtown San Jose is like, vibrant? it's cool and vibrant. Oh and God. there's like bars and restaurants and brew pubs oh and art God. galleries. It's so and hard theaters. It's so hard for me to even imagine because basically when I lived there, it was a shithole. Oh yeah. It was a fucking shithole. And I knew from shitholes because I had just moved there from Topeka, Kansas. So you can yeah. imagine what I was used to. Oh my God. Oh yeah. It was like, it was unsafe. It was filthy. Yeah. There it was, was nothing like first street was just porno shops, porn theaters and hookers. Right. But now it's Which, all. It would, if it was still like that, we would find it fabulous now. Oh but yeah. When you're a teenager, it's disgusting. But now it's all just beautiful and clean and cool places. And yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's just a totally, totally different place. And I'm really excited about going to explore. And I get to go see, I get to go see all the new shit. There's going to be very little of San Jose that's going to be wrecking. I imagine my old neighborhood probably hasn't changed very much. Oh yeah, no, it has. Although I I think, um, well, because I, you know, I I Google Earth sometimes to look at my old neighborhood. And, you know, I don't know when those satellite photos were taken, but the fact that the people who lived across the street from us still have that goddamn RV parked in Uh, front of their house. What, 30 years ago? From 1984. They got it like 82 or 83. And it was so fucking big that if you stood on the sidewalk in front of our house, you couldn't see their house. It was the size. Still there. You can see it from space. That's fabulous. It it really infuriated my father. (laughs) But, but yeah, I mean, apart from, you know, just some minor changes to some of the properties, everything's still just like it was. Although the, the the little shopping centers that were down by the high school are a little nicer now. And, of course, there's like a Starbucks and shit. You know, it used to be, you know, a little pet store, a little stationary store. Yeah. You know, little mom and pop stuff and now it's all Starbucks and shit. But and it, probably but an old Navy that's probably gonna close it. Oh it was a very it was a very <laughs> tiny it was a very tiny little strip. And then across the street from it was the Alpha Beta with its little strip center that had a round table pizza in it, which I'm assuming oh, is still there. Oh Alpha Beta. God, I wonder if that's still there. I don't even know. We still have Lucky's. Oh, my God. And Long's? You still have Long's? No, Long's Long's is CBS now. Oh. But we still, there's still Lucky's. I still remember their jingle. I still, you know. And obviously, there's still Safeway. We had Safeway in in Austin when we first moved here, but it did not take long before it it vanished. But, yeah, I don't know about Alpha Beta. I think that's gone. I mean, you know, Suzanne Summers' ex-husband used to do the commercials for Alpha Beta. Oh. Oh my god. Alan Hamill. Alan Hamill. Well, it's like there's certain things. It's like San Jose in my head. It's like frozen in time because I really, you know, because I lived there from 78 to 84. Yeah. And then I left. And I, and apart from brief trips, I really have not gone back. But it's weird. It is like a beautiful cosmopolitan place now. Yeah. Which. Although your side of town, because you were closer to downtown, you were more the side of town that probably got develop my side of town the south side which is all just suburban nightmare i'm sure it's all still it's still the same because it was i mean it was crammed full there were no fields to put anything in it was oh just yeah no it's still solid shit yeah it's still yeah. the same but yeah it's just like this really cool metropolitan place now it's basically got the kind of amenities that justify the goddamn cost of living yeah because it used to be fucking expensive and had nothing to show for it, merely because it was in the Silicon Valley. I think 
I might be wrong, but I think it was listed last year as the third most expensive place to live in the country. Oh my God. But I'm going to live with my mom. Exactly. In a house that was paid for in a 30 house years ago. That was paid for a long time ago. So we also yeah. have Proposition 13 property taxes. So right. really we are in a time warp. Yeah. The, the property taxes have been frozen for a real long time. And, Since and as 76, long, I think. Yeah. And as long as the, uh, as long as it remains the primary residence, the, the tax amount doesn't change right yeah so if it just goes from her house to your house and you're continuously living there yeah it's a continuous My primary property taxes are gonna be like i think she told me they're like 960 dollars a year <laughs> oh my god my god to live in fucking san jose so hello so yeah you're not getting rid of that you're not getting rid of that house hell no Oh my God. Hell no. <laughs> but anyway, but just beyond that, I'm so excited to go live there again because it's been the last 10, 15 years since mm-hmm. it started changing. Sure. And I really have fallen in love with San Jose. Which you never thought you'd say. Yeah, because it used to be like, oh God, I'm going to go home. Oh God. You remember. Oh Yeah. And shit, I mean, when you moved out here, I mean, you basically were fleeing San Jose. Yeah. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. But now, you know, I'm falling in love with it. And I've, and I've realized, you know, I'm 45 minutes from a redwood forest. That's the beauty of living I'm out there. I'm 45 minutes from the ocean. Yeah. You know, I'm 45 minutes from San Francisco. Hello. I mean, the whole, maybe once every two years I'll go there. But, you it's know. So, it's so funny to me how... San Jose is so big that because we lived on opposite ends of the city, every dis every, when he says forty five minutes to everything, at minimum double that from where I used to live because I lived on the complete opposite yeah, side of town. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like an hour and a half to get to the yeah. beach. It was like two hours to get to San Francisco <laughs> from my but house. It's so funny <laughs> that people are like, "Oh, that's so cool! You're going to be so close to San Francisco." Blah 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 blah. And I was like, "I grew up there. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that exciting. I probably right. will never go there because right. why? They're really well now that San Jose is more interesting. It used yeah. to be that you would go to San Francisco to see have decent restaurants and stuff to do." Now yeah. you can do that in San Jose. Yeah. And it's so funny that, you know, people are like, oh, you're going to be so close to San Francisco. And it's like, yeah, but yeah. I've seen it all 500 times. It's not that exciting. I know. It's a big, and dirty I love, you know, city. And I love San Francisco, but that's because I, you know, that was a rarity to go up there. And we only went when people would come visit us. And, and you can't show them around anything in San Jose because it was a shithole, as I said. So you have to take them to San Francisco because there's nothing to do in San Jose. But like when my husband would have business trips to go to Oakland, and I used to love to go out there with him. Like, because he would go out to Oakland for two weeks. And the weekend in the middle, I would fly out and we would just spend the weekend like we would take the ferry into San Francisco and just do the touristy things and stuff. And then come back to Oakland and eat really good food. Like go over there and eat really good seafood yeah. and come back to Oakland and eat chicken and waffles. But you know, <laughs> the best thing in the world. Been to Oakland since the eighties. It's so cute. And I, I love Oakland. It's such a it's such an artist That's community now. Heard. It's and so I cool. In the eighties, you were they would warn you like don't yeah, go to Oakland. Oakland was the dangerous, scary, yeah, gang place. 
Right. That you only went there for rock concerts because the Oakland Coliseum right. was there. And if basically, yeah, see, I never even went to anything in the Oakland Coliseum. I always wanted to, but there was, there was like, I mean, there, it was very clear. Like if you went to Oakland, you were told you just go straight to the, col- you don't stop anywhere. You go straight to the Coliseum, you get straight out. Yeah. So I saw the new kids on the block in oh the Oakland God. Coliseum. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, no, we, you did not go there, but I've heard that all of a sudden Oakland is cute. And artsy and I I love well I love all the areas that I've seen. Oh, it's beautiful. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Oh yeah, Jack London Square is so cute. I I mean that was one of my things. That's one of my favorite places to go. Partly because it's just a really nice place to walk around. Like the main part of Jack London Square is it has the statue of Jack London in it. Uh Right directly across the street from that is a hotel where downstairs in the hotel is the restaurant called Home of Chicken and Waffles. Which every time I go, it's like we're going to Home of Chicken and Waffles. Because you've just never eaten food as good as that. So we will go. We will take Bart and we will go oh there. Oh, my God, Bart. Oh, Bart. Oh, my God. Oh, one thing I got to say. So I was talking to Mom the other night and we have theater tickets, actually. So I take that back. I am going to San Francisco in December because I'm going to the theater with my mom. And what are you seeing? I she doesn't remember it's something <laughs> she's never seen before that's part of her subscription. Right. Oh, that's always fun. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, talk about what you're gonna do on on Christmas, even though this is after Christmas when you guys are hearing this. Oh but yeah. He yeah. has plans for Christmas that are so fucking fun. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but wait, wait, let me tell okay, you. Okay, okay, okay. It is fucking outrageous. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, when we go, I'll drive because I'm terrified of my mom's driving. <laughs> and she for one like, thing she's fucking deaf yeah and she was like well, okay but we have to take my car that's fine because if you take your car it's fucking forty dollars to park oh my god to park an suv where the theater is so it costs a different amount yeah like the my mom's car, car is 20 if i take my that? car fucking forty dollars just to park to go to the theater so they're basically trying to keep people from driving suvs in this in i guess isn't that crazy? God, imagine if you had like a big honkin' Texas-style pickup truck. Oh my god. A thousand dollars to oh park. Oh my god. Because you deserve it because you're an asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, so yes, so Christmas this year is going to be interesting because, you know, my mom's two surviving sisters are both in assisted living now. Oh, so sad. Both at least two hours away from my mom. Right, because they live close to where the, closer to where their kids are instead of the homes they live in. Yeah. All those years. So for yeah. Christmas this year, one thing, not all what the, the really cool thing is like my mom has collected ornaments since she moved into that house, and she still has all of them. So we are putting up a big tree this year, and she has not put one up since I left the house in 1986. Did she keep getting ornaments even though she didn't have a tree? No. Oh, okay. No. Oh God, how sad. But that's gonna but be she's really alone in the house. Yeah, oh so we're gonna do all that. How exciting! Yeah, you know, because all the family is gone, and I'm gonna be moving back, and you know, she wants me to, you know, be able to reconnect with people and stuff. Right. We are on Christmas. We're gonna go see Star Wars. <laughs> she loves the Star Wars. Yes. 
which is so cute. And then the coolest thing, this was my mom's idea. We are going to do an open house wine and cheese tasting. Oh, my God. And invite all of her bridge friends, all of, all of my old friends, the right. neighbors, and just have an open house. Oh People just God. come by, have a couple of glasses of wine. And this is just cheese. Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to be so jealous. I'm and that was her crazy. idea. And I was like, since when does mom want to have an open house wine and cheese on Christmas? It's apparently now. Really, really fabulous. She's just so excited that you're coming home. Oh, yeah. So that's what we're doing. And when I told her that I wanted to go see Star Wars on Christmas. Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, Pitney. That just sounds wonderful. Like you were totally planning on going by yourself. And it's just like, okay, you can come with me, mom. So yeah, she's oh my god. Totally down. That's so cute. Yeah, oh my god. she's just blowing me away the whole process of this. It's like between that and her all of a sudden, you know, telling my cousins like, oh, the dog is not going to be outside. That dog, that Pitney's dog is an inside dog. That's right. That dog's going to be in the house with us. That's right. Just I was like, oh my God. Who is, who is this woman? Wait, where did my mom go? Yeah, between <laughs> that and this. Yeah, it's just, it's amazing. Oh my God. Next... I, I swear though, or like early on when it was first just like, it might happen. That first few months, it was like, oh God, is this even going to happen? Because yeah, but, she was being weird and it was Yeah, but weird. you know, the next thing you know it, she's going to be wearing a white robe and holding candles in the air for ritual. You know? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> She's going to be wearing deer antlers. You know, which she, she attended a Samhain ritual that was a banquet for the dead. Oh, God, that's right. She was here for that. She is. She's attended. A Yule, hasn't she? A Yule ritual yeah. in at least two of my classes, one of them being the ceremonial magic class. And she was just like, oh, this is so interesting. Oh, my Who God. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is an old Catholic. Yeah. Class. So, you know, and she was like, so, Pitney, this is so interesting so after this these classes they initiate into this order so does that mean that all these students that all of a sudden they're going to become a part of the pagan community yes and it was so cute it was so cute because she's so trying to understand what it all means you know but she doesn't care I think she just thinks it's great that I'm involved in something you know oh yeah oh my god (laughs) yeah yeah adorable yeah the pagan community So anyway, yeah, so it was, you know, I think it's going to go well. I think so. I was nervous and skeptical at first, but I'm not now. (laughs) Breathe deeply, deeply, the year of woo. So I have a little tidbit to kick off the year of woo. Yay! Oh my god. And I know that the year of woo was going to kind of be more your thing than my thing, but this just happened to happen. Um, I I apologize if I sound a little stuffed up. Um, It just happened to happen uh, during December, around the time when you were moving. Okay. This is going to sound a little weird in this episode. The rest of the episode was recorded right before Pitney left San Antonio, and... Pitney has been in San Jose for a bit now, so that's just, there's a little in, weird continuity issue in this one. But, you know, timing. It was a weird, it's been a weird month. Well, you December's know, real life weird. rears its ugly head. 
I know. It's like how how dare life get in the way of podcasting? <laughs> so 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 anyway, you know, we've wrapped up the year of the vagina, and this this story came along, and I, it was so perfect to me to be a nice transition piece to go from vagina to woo because this is in the neighborhood of vagina. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay, so and um I have sent Pick Pitney a, a an article that he was not allowed to open until I told him okay. to. So so um I will when I'm describing a picture Pitney will be seeing it for the first time and I'm very excited about that. So let's just say some of you out there may have already know about this because it was kind of going viral. And I and luckily Pitney hardly ever notices things like this out in the world. So uh, because he's not on social media that much, so I'm so excited that he knows nothing that I'm about to. Oh tell yeah, because I do not pay attention to anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, plus you've been a little busy. Yeah. So one of those Instagram people, the you know social media influencer type mm -hmm. which is a thing uh she goes by metaphysical megan she apparently started promoting the health benefits of hashtag butthole sunning oh my it sounds like some weird gay thing from the 70s oh the the photos are fantastic now I, I do want you to pull up to pull up a photo. Now, um, the picture that the, the at the top of the article I sent you, I'm going to describe it to the listeners. Okay. This internet bitch laying on a rock out in the desert somewhere, deaf very California hippie granola type, and she is naked and she is holding on to her toes and she is literally sunning her butt. Oh, yes, she is. Yes, she is. Did you get so excited you knocked something over? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes, I got so excited I dropped the phone. I'm sorry. Oh, and my it God. vibrated against my desk. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Well, see, that's, <laughs> oh my God. that's how amazing this is. That's how amazing this is. So, so while you're, while you're looking at that, now, it's important to know that she, at this time, she had, like, 16,000 Instagram followers. Now, that's just so unfair. I guess if we were naked on Instagram, we would have followers, too. I think we have 10. I don't know. We don't really do much on Instagram. We're just sort of there. But anyway, so according to this dumb bitch, Megan, there are a number of health benefits of doing this butthole sunning thing. Uh. Like, better sleep, more energy, and a better sex drive. And um, she wants to, she says it helps to attract people who are on your same frequency or wavelength. Oh, God. Okay, so it's very, she, very woo. Very woo. Very woo. <laughs> Even to the point where she is going so far as to claim that um, the perineum, which really she's sunning her, she's tanning her perineum which everyone who paid attention during the year of the vagina knows it's on her. It's the area between the vagina and the anus, also known as the chin rest. And on a guy, it's it's the taint. It's, you know, taint balls, taint ass, you know. Ooh, the taint. Yes. 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 Taint sunning. 
So she is claiming it has to do with Taoism, that it has to do with the root chakra, that she's, you know, she's saying that the perineum is the location of the root chakra, the gateway where energy enters and exits the body. Now, we are not anti-chakra necessarily, but this is still stupid. We just want to make sure people understand. Uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, I understand the value of the chakras. I use chakras a lot in my work. Yeah. And, in fact, I just, uh, me and my cousin yesterday just uh, hung up my chakra flags in my bedroom here in California. So I'm very into the chakras. But somehow I think the energy of this, the stupidity of it, energetically would outweigh uh, the beneficial energy of it because it's such hippie, pretentious stupid, I think. And it is re it's really hard to deny the, the number one truth about it, which is naked girl on Instagram wanting attention. Yeah, exactly. Because I guarantee you, if I did this, if I posted that picture of me doing it, and I thought it was like, ooh, a valid spiritual practice, I would be a viral for a whole different reason. I would be mocked. Well, you know? believe me, she's mocked. Believe me. <laughs> she has been mocked. When you Google this later... You and anyone else who hadn't heard of it until now, when you Google this, you will find a lot of mocking. But I do want to share one thing because it's fantastic. So Josh Brolin, you're, Penny, you're familiar with Josh Brolin. Yes, He's the guy yes. who played Thanos. Yes. I mean, Penny doesn't usually know who people are, but Josh Brolin's been around for a while. But because he's into the Marvel Universe, he, he knows who Thanos is. Uh, yes, I do. So recently... Uh, uh, early early in December, Josh Brolin uploaded an Instagram caption that will live on in infamy. It began, "Try this perineum sunning that I've been hearing about." Ah, uh. so you know, basically. So then the article the article about Josh Brolin goes into this. Uh, they explain the Megan thing a little bit and how oh it's you know better than a cup of coffee and blah you know oh your energy levels blah blah blah. So apparently Josh Brolin had nothing better to do, and he decided to give it a shot. Now, I'm going to read what Josh Brolin wrote. Uh, it is my oh understanding my God, that he yes. did not post a picture of his butthole. I, I'm, just, I'm assuming that because there is not a corresponding picture of Josh Brolin's butthole to go with this. I bet Disney told him he can't or he'll lose oh his God. contract. So you will love this so much. Try this perineum sunning that I've been hearing about. My suggestion is do not do it as long as I did. My pucker hole is crazy burned, and I was going to spend the day shopping with my family, and instead I'm icing and using aloe and burn creams because of the severity of the pain. Uh. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck thought of this stupid shit, but fuck you nonetheless. Seriously. Oh my God! Now I do like I, I'm fantasizing a little bit, not not in, you know, one-handed fantasizing, just in like uh -huh. laughing fantasizing, right? Yes. Of Thanos in that same picture, like on a rock, naked, with ankles up. Oh, the exact <laughs> pose of metaphysical Megan, but Thanos. Yes. 
I I hope someone's photoshopped that. I may have to go looking. Oh my god, I you know I don't know how to photoshop, but oh my god, just that alone might make it worth me trying to learn how to do it. Oh my god. Oh god, and just let me say that you know the only thing at least on a man the perineum needs uh-huh is like some hot guy licking it. Okay. You know. Not sunlight. Yeah, there's there's a reason why it's where the sun don't shine. And yeah. and speaking as someone who once got a third degree sunburn on her tits, get the skin that is not used to having sun on it, it doesn't want sun on it. Okay? So Let's let's be careful out there, people. I remember that, and I remember being so horrified and so sad for you <laughs> because it was like nasty ass, dried up, brown. Oh, it was rotting raw skin. Rawhide skin. Oh my god, I remember being so freaked out. My skin was literally rotting and falling off. Oh yeah, and the it fact, was. The it fact was. that I don't have any scar tissue. On the girls is pretty wonderful. Yeah, it was like... My boobs are blessed. Dog chew toy looking skin. That's how bad the sunburn was. It was terrible. Well, that and that was... That was just the appearance of it. The 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 feeling of it was something else entirely. Cause, oh, girl. Because second degree is the, the blisters. Like, some people have had blisters. This was... Mm-hmm. This was... Past blisters, many layers of skin underneath, like the, the the severity had gone all the way through, and um, the skin just was dying and uh, falling off. I, I also remember. had no I had no health insurance. I lived in a house with no air conditioning and very little heat, and didn't have any money. And uh, yeah, so you know, don't do that. No little, little and, tip. And I have one more last thing to mock about this. About the butthole tanning? Okay. Uh, Yes. In the article, I was just amused at, they were quoting this woman. Megan. Talking about the perineum sunning lifestyle. (laughs) Please, bitch. Please. Lifestyle. I got your lifestyle right here. Oh, so that's a nice introduction to woo. Woo! Woo! Sun on my butthole. Woo! I'm not going to try it. Me but either. But you never know. I might. I might try. I might I end up trying it by accident if I pass out somewhere, but that's not likely. You know, my dad used to sunbathe nude in the backyard in the 70s, and it created the scandal with the two-story neighbors. So it's not... How have I never heard that before? Yeah. But it's not, you know, traditionally it would be a good thing for me to do now that I'm living at home again. So you never know. But sunbathing nude is not spreading your butt cheeks. (laughs) I mean, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole... Oh my God. Yes, it is. I mean, ew. (laughs) Ew. last time you're gonna be here it is and it's not and like literally sit like i'm looking at the clock i'm actually gonna be leaving kind of soon yeah
And it's like, it's not going to be the last time you're going to see Joxer. No, because all But the- it's the last time you're going to see Chewy and, and, and Petunia and Spud and, and, and Jeff and Fuzzy and Thor and Bernard. And Thor and Bernard, my buddy. I know, we, we have a fucking menagerie over here. <laughs> and you're probably not going to see any of them because <laughs> I think they're all in the house I was going to say, uh, Spud was the <laughs> only one outside and Chewy's over here. And I I was so proud of myself because I found my way here without GPS because usually finally (laughs) I should have trusted myself before but the reason why I always I was always nervous about finding my way here was because I always use GPS well I used to come into town from a different angle but now when I started coming into town from the main highway yeah which puts you way way east of town and it takes you into town from a weird angle and you're kind of going through downtown and it's this weird it's horrible it was always unnerving like goddamn Seguin. You basically get off in Seguin, yeah. Ah. It's, it's like, just trust us. That's not even close. So, um, but when I started coming down, like, straight down the highway, like, the, like IH-35, which is a highway that runs from Canada to Mexico, and I don't like IH-35 because, let's just say, the stretch that runs through Austin is the most dangerous stretch of any highway in the entire United States. It is horrible. Yeah, because you don't have to deal with that. I don't have to deal with that now <laughs> because I live far enough outside of town yeah. that I can get on I can get on the highway way south. And so, I, but for a long time, I I just had this block. I mean, I, I've lived one block away from IH-35 most of my adult life, and I wouldn't get on it. In various places that I lived, I was always that close to the highway, and I wouldn't get on. So once I started coming down this way, I would use GPS because I was in the, I was just accustomed to using it. But when you use, use GPS, it sometimes doesn't take you the way that makes the most sense. So I would, oh, be, no. I would be getting closer and closer, and it would be telling me to turn on a street I'd never heard of. Yeah. And then I would see the name of the street I recognized and I would go, no, I'm pretty sure this is where I turn. And yeah. then I turn and it's all like recalibrating, recalibrating. And then I end up driving around the world and then finally ending up here. Yeah, yeah. But today I was so proud of myself. I actually just drove until I saw the thrift store and then turned and then I knew exactly yeah, where I was. Exactly, because I live right by the highway. Well, I wouldn't say right by. Not well, 410. I'm a, mile, I'm a mile off. From 410, yeah. I guess it's a mile. Yeah. It's hard to tell distance when you're just looking for streets you recognize. But the thing is, once I get into your neighborhood, everything looks familiar. Yeah. So it starts looking familiar long before I get to your street. So I get a little weird. And I was also on the phone. I mentioned the other day when we were doing our thankful episode that um, that I got my friend back. And this was the first time he and I have talked on the phone in a very, very, very long time. And it was something that I just sort of, if I'm being honest, I thought he blocked my phone number a long time ago and I didn't know I was unblocked. And it's such a weird thing to bring up that I just texted him this morning before I left the house. Just saying, hey, if you, if you feel like chatting, I'm going to be in the car for the next yeah. couple hours. And then all of a sudden, I get a phone call. Yay! That actually surprises me in a good way. So, yeah. It does. Well, first, I got a call from a telemarketer, and I was like, I'm listening to music, and then the music stops. Uh And for just a second, I went, what? And I like, oh, telemarketer, hang up on it. Yeah. And then a couple minutes later, the music stops again, and I'm like, I I almost go, God damn it. But I looked, and the name popped up, and I I had to, like, not cry, because I was so so happy. Y'all have no idea. (laughs) 
<laughs> when, when like a really, really important friendship that you don't even realize just how important it is until suddenly it's yanked away from you. And then suddenly everything, it's not just back, it's like better. Like everything yeah. is just weirdly better. That's good. It's really good. So he learned a lesson. It will probably never be acknowledged. And I would encourage you to never bring that discussion up. I, I sort of casually brought it up. I made a quick reference in the middle of a sentence to, well, during that period when we weren't really speaking and then I just kept talking. This yeah. was this was the other day. And when I said it, I remember thinking, oh, that's this is a really bold thing for me yeah. to say right now. Uh, a little risky because it could have made it, well, it could have made it really uncomfortable. Yeah, but, yeah. but fortunately, I can make things uncomfortable in all kinds of ways. Uh, uh, so too, that, partic- that particular thing was not what made it me uncomfortable. Too, nothing like having a heart to heart with someone that, that, that after it's over, you have to go, I'm sorry. I'm just weird. And I don't know what I, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. But it ended up fine. I know. It did. He's he's not weirded out by me. It ended up fine. He he knows he knows I'm broken and he knows I'm trying. About any minute now, I'm gonna be getting back in my car and I'm gonna be driving back home. And it's hi Joxer. Is that Joxer? Because it's definitely oh. Thor. Oh, maybe it was Thor. Oh, no, Joxer's still inside, so that has to be Thor. That's Thor. Hi, Thor. It's puppies, that you guys. That was Thor. It's so weird. Like, all the dogs over here, there's so many. But you know everybody's But bark. I know each bark. Oh, I know who know. it is. I'm like, that's Thor, that's Jeff, or that's Fuzzy. <laughs> I just know. They're so I know their voices. <laughs> and you're going to miss the puppies. I am. It's, that that's going to be the hardest thing. That's going to say that that is going to be the thing that's going to make me cry. The day you leave. The day I leave. Oh, is yeah. The dogs, because they're all going to be they're all going to be standing there in the yard going, where are you going? I know. And it's like, why are you taking Joxer in the car? Why are you leaving least, us here? At least two of the dogs here, other than Joxer, yeah. think they're mom. Yeah, they basically live in this house. And pretty much live here with me. And you feed them and you... But all of them have been here and they've all spent the night and they're all... I've slept with Bernard. Yeah. The big fat dachshund. I slept with him because he he doesn't go home. Yeah, that's going to be really heartbreaking. Because yeah. I've been here for nine years. God, that's amazing. You know what? Life goes on. That's right. Oh, my God. I think I'm getting emotional right now. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, life goes on. It does. And the bitchin' boutique will go on Damn and right. be more fabulous. We have plans. Oh, but, you know, even though we have plans, we, we totally take suggestions. It doesn't happen very often, but we encourage you guys, if there's something, if there's a topic that you want to hear what we think about it... <laughs> If there's oh yeah bring it on if there's you know if there's something you want to complain to us about let us know so we can mock you and um you know whatever well i i totally i have every intention we have we've been kind of lax on the, the bitching in the kitchen and the hating on satan there yeah. hasn't been nearly enough satan news lately i know it's kind of making me sad well we need to just find some i know but i have i literally have an, a search alert on the word satan and oh. and when things don't come up you know, I go looking. Well, we can do some more bitching on the kitchen. I will start researching recipes using dog food. Ew. Because you know that's my passion. And by the way, the kibbles and bits, the gravy uh-huh. in the canned kibbles and bits, uh-huh. really good. Finger licking good. Okay, this is really weird, but <laughs> talking about you eating dog 
dog food reminds me of the time <laughs> that you that you sent pictures that of course I eventually tweeted um, of of Pitney dipping saltines into like the gravy in the can of dog oh, food yes. and eating them. So yes. my brain, because it's my brain, my brain extrapolated saltines to the other day when I was talking to my father-in-law and he, we were talking about how he's on this diet and of course the fact that this is part of his diet you know he's talking about how he eats a little yogurt and a little a little tiny orange in the morning uh. and then for for lunch he eats some okay I'm just gonna say this <laughs> he eats some saltines and some vaina sausages <laughs> Arkansas, like the little town that's right next to the other little town where Glen Campbell grew up, if that tells you anything. So they used to yeah, and that, rival when, high schools. When you said oranges, that reminded me of something funny that happened God, years and years ago at work. The right. first house I worked in, <laughs> I had this resident that, oh my God, I was so in love with her and God, I cried when she died. Mm. But anyway, she got 94, 95. She was old. Oh, cute. And she was fabulous. But anyway, she stopped, you know, she slowly stopped eating. Right. And she just died of old age. She was yeah. fine. You know, but anyway, her daughter, who I loved, by the way, but her daughter was like really concerned that her mother wasn't eating. And she kept thinking of, you know, foods that her mother really liked. Uh-huh. You know, well, she used <laughs> to really like this and she used to really like that. And I was right. like, yeah, we understand that. But she just said, to fucking eat anymore she's 95 and she's dying and old people just want sugar anyway yeah but oh my god she i'm bracing myself the daughter had written a note and put it on her mother's bedroom door that just said offer her an orange (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know why that's funny (laughs) i don't know either but it's so fucking funny So now, oh. every time I see oranges in this store anywhere, I just think of that note, offer her an orange. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are some words to live by. Uh, yeah. I think that's a, that's, yeah. a good, that's a good place to end this one. Yeah. for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.